think editorializing on interesting facts is sort of like the gist of it. What does factual even mean anyway? I mean, it certainly means different things to different people. Welcome to Feature Creep, colon, built-in microwave, semicolon, shorts. Another short, um, I'm going to just talk briefly about video games as an expressive medium. Uh, last time I talked about meaningful play. Um, this is just kind of some thoughts I have and, and some rambling and sort of loosely collected information around the concept of game design. Um, and, you know, I, I think this is applicable to any kind of creative endeavor you're working on. Um, if you, if you can put it in the right context, a lot of this information probably is, um, applicable across multiple domains of, of, uh, work. So, uh, what do I mean by expressive medium? So um, I think it's pretty, at this point, I think there was a time when um, easily the generation before myself, um, so I'm in my 40s, uh, my parents' generation, their view of video games was much more in the realm of like their kids' toys and they're not, they're, they're a little bit dismissive. I'm, I'm not saying obviously everyone feels that way, but um, that was sort of the prevalent thought was that video games were were something you grow out of or they were just something that you didn't really um, they weren't worthy of you know it wasn't something you necessarily make a career out of um, or even spend a you know a reasonable amount of time in because it was a waste of time etc cetera, etc cetera. so um, uh, last time I talked a little bit about meaningful play in the context of video games and how you can derive meaning from engaging with video games to uh, exercise your, you know, exercise, learn new skills, um, exercise skills you have, engage with other people, and derive meaning and joy in personal ways from the context of playing video games. Um, so here what I'm talking about as an expressive medium is just kind of in the sense, um, I think it's kind of well understood now that they have some similarities to other popular mediums like um, film and video, um, even some kind of static content. Um, they're a multimedia experience, so they are really just a medium for you know creative expression. Um, that sounds trivial. They're they're definitely a very like deep and like not fully understood or explored medium for self-expression and for creative expression. Um, or even group expression. Um, so I just, you know, kind of in the nature of these talks are these sort of short vignettes of um, information. The idea is to just kind of spark interest and in ideas, maybe while you're driving around in your car or, you know, you're sitting at home working on your own projects or you're just kind of zoning out and trying not to think about anything else. So rather than talking about all the other things that are going on, we'll just kind of focus on this thing. So, um, uh, where am I going with this? So video games express as an expressive medium. Um, there are obviously that medium continues to evolve as we get further advanced in our um, ability to produce more complex and more, um, more capable processing platforms. Uh, so, you know, our ability to sort of do computations more quickly to generate more and more data more quickly and to do very complex and like very interesting um, interactions in a sort of virtual environment 
is just exploding and just getting bigger and more more varied every day. Um, we're having this huge resurgence of virtual reality as a sort of um, as a major kind of new space to explore as far as video games go or sort of entertainment or just even like um, virtual experience uh, there it's always kind of been there in the background since computers first sort of kind of hit the scene as a graphical as something that can generate visual and auditory data um, and represent it quickly and be reactive and interactive um, so now we're in a place where uh, our computers are able to produce really highly detailed environments very quickly they're able to process all of the input data that is needed to create a more seamless and more smooth experience of that virtual three-dimensional environment um, which is pretty exciting i mean some of you may have not even had a chance to look at some of the more modern virtual reality um, experiences that are on offer i do recommend it just for especially if you were someone who maybe you know 10 or 15 years ago had had some opportunity to play with some of the funky stuff that was out there um that was pretty expensive and and generally like not a great experience because of the um the sort of disorienting experience that it can often be for many people um cause, causing motion sickness etc which you can still get but um from current technologies but there's just such a smoother transition now it's a lot easier to um make it a more palatable experience so um anyway uh where was i going so uh yeah as an expressive medium i mean i think that that it's pretty well understood now it's certainly like a viable commercial endeavor um you know with the kind of massive companies that it's that are in this multi-billion dollar industry and creating these really 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 you know like highly developed games with these massive experiences very immersive um there's also room so I imagine most people who are listening to this podcast probably um, have their very personal experience with video games and they have the things they like and they have also probably you're thinking about um, doing some kind of design is probably why you stumbled on this or you're just thinking about design or you like to just listen to you know random factoids as you drive around as, we, as I said earlier. Um, so one of the things you could think about is um, how there's a whole, if you're not really familiar with video games, I'd love to encourage you to look at the panoply of sort of independent development that's going on constantly and there's lots of interesting tiny little video games that get released every year that um, individual developers or small teams or sometimes they're just side projects of people um, really interesting stuff some of them have developed into um, full-fledged titles that are you know sold on all the platforms like we've talked about like i think we talked about in video game absurd absurdism absurdism edition i think we talked a little bit about portal having been derived from some college students who had developed a game called nubicular drop and then they in turn ended up um, developing the portal game through the half-life engine um, or through valve um, to massive success and that's kind of the kind of what i'm getting at here is just kind of talking about how um it's if you don't spend a lot of if you haven't spent a lot of time either keeping up with the video game culture or you're just not really that interested in it it is interesting to read about um it's a whole phenomenon it's i think it's in its way it has some artistic movement going on with it because there are video games that come out that are not um 
that are not very traditional in the sense that sometimes they're more about creating a multimedia experience or a way to convey a very particular idea. Sometimes they're not necessarily so much enjoyable as they are um, maybe a political statement or they might be um, more in the realm of just kind of artistic expression or self-expression or some ways to give people um, different perspective. They're certainly an amazing tool for exploring your own mind and your own sort of experience in the world and thinking about things differently. Um, lots of games offer the kind of the kind of interaction that is more engaging than, say, reading a book or watching it. It's less passive. They're they're very uh, um, active engagement, oftentimes. Um, you know, to different levels. Some games are much more about um, a passive engagement that you're kind of just along for the ride. Some games are very actively, like you need to be very actively involved in thinking and active, participating, whether that's more of a sort of eye-hand coordination experience or that's more of a thinking experience and puzzle solving, etc. So um, anyway, that's kind of the, I'm trying to keep these a little shorter. I think the first one I did was a, a little longer than I first in, originally intended. Um, there's no rules, obviously. Um, you know, we're all kind of trying to make it through this uh, quarantine experience. Um, hopefully... You'll be listening to this sometime in uh, May. Um, I'm not sure when I'll release it exactly, but um, today is the 7th, uh, May 7th. And um, so I'm recording this now, and then I'll release it probably next week or following weeks or something. But hopefully by the time you're listening to this, you've got your own plan for how you're going to be moving forward in the new world that we're looking at. Um, and hopefully you and your family are safe. And if not, I have all the sympathy in the world for what you're going through. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, yeah.